the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is brought to you by EDI Travel. It's time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. Hey, how you doing, folks? Hello there. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Don Crow Show. It's uh, my producer's favorite day of the week, probably many of yours as well. But Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get this chance to, uh, I say, get together, talk about, kind of just hang out. Talk about things that uh, really do matter. Issues of significance that you and I want to get informed about, but then find ways to get involved. By the way, we're delighted today, uh, today again to be able to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Of course, along with all of you here on WAVA. So glad you're with us. It's called Museum of the Bible, and by the grace of God, and I'm sure the generous kingdom investments of a lot of people, some superb leadership, and a lot of long and hard work. Uh, by a whole lot of folks over the past couple of years, it now stands right here in the shadow of our nation's capital as one of the world-class museums uh, with great tribute to the Word of God and the history of God's Word and all the rest of it. Those of you who've been there, I know you know already, I'm, I, I'm uh, not even doing it justice even at that. But this hour, we're delighted to have in the studios with us Carrie Summers, who serves as Museum Relations Officer for the Museum of the Bible, and has, in fact, been been involved uh, since its formation back in September of 2010. In fact, I remember a couple of years ago, he and I talked by phone about the day that would come when they'd open the facilities. And uh, he has much, much more to his credit we may mention as we go along. But, Kerry, thank you for taking time to come in the studio. It's oh, great I'm to have you. D- delighted. Uh, love being here and uh, love what Salem uh, Broadcasting has done for uh, the radio industry. Now, as I said a moment ago, you and I chatted a couple of years ago, and I remember asking you then, uh, what is the end date? When do you plan to open? And you said, we plan to be open on November of 17, right. 2017. That's right. Right on the money. We did. Uh, it, 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 the museum is uh, 430,000 square feet. It's ended up being the third or fourth largest museum in Washington, different ways on how they measure that. Um, but it was built in ab- about half the time of any other museum of that size in Washington. A lot of reasons why, uh, but the key one was we just felt a, a high sense of urgency uh, to get it open, and we picked that date um, over four years ago, 
and we did not know, uh, you know, where we would be as a country politically, uh, where we would be as a world. Uh, but uh, it's we find it interesting timing that uh, what's gone on in the last several months, uh, we've had that museum open, and we believe that that is a God-anointed date that he gave us to hit. Well, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more in light of where we are as a culture today, and it's exponentially seeming to rise in terms of conflict and pushback against religious things and the things of the Lord. Uh, was there any of that sort of pushback early on? Because I've had a couple of people say, how did they get such a choice location uh-huh. right near the nation's capital? Well, that's an interesting question. I, I'll, I'll back up a couple of uh, uh, a few, a couple thousand news articles ago, uh, where we were constantly the beating of the drum was that we were b- building this close to the U.S. Capitol to influence uh, Congress. Uh, in reality, it was the only building available to buy. Uh, the mall is controlled by museums, but they're all government-owned. And, and then most of the buildings that are very close to the mall are all government-owned. So this was one of the, the only buildings that was privately owned. Uh, it was an international design center that Kennedy's had started in the late 70s. And uh, it, was not our, uh, it was not our first choice, it, but it was our only choice. Uh, we had to look for 18 months and uh, we're getting a little frustrated that we couldn't find anything that met the criteria, be close to the mall. This became available. We were fortunate. We got it. And that's really why we are where we are. Who, if, if there's any one person, is there anyone that's really the, uh, the uh, stimulus behind this? Well, the biggest, uh, you, you can't, there's no modern museum today in the last many, many, many years that, has not been funded by a, a single source entity. Uh, uh, Rosh Perot funded the Children's uh, Museum in Dallas, and uh, the new museum in Bentonville was funded by one of the uh, Walton family. And uh, otherwise, you have to have federal or funding or state funding or some kind of uh, government funding. And we're the largest museum in Washington never to have any funding other than private funding. And the Green family, who are better known as the owners of Hobby Lobby, were our lead donor in there. And with that, plus 50,000 other donors, we were able to uh, put together uh, what was needed. And um, now we're on the the path to sustain it. So we we need truly about another 50,000 new donors uh, because it's an expensive proposition uh, to operate these. Well, we're going to walk through it as best we can in this brief time. Uh, I did have the privilege a few years ago of seeing the uh, Bentonville facility, and it's impressive, but i got to tell you, this one really does take your breath away. It does, and uh, I, I, really I'm not saying anything that the media is not saying right now. And some of the media says it, it may be uh, certainly maybe the most beautiful museum in the world today. It's certainly one of them. Uh, most have agreed that it's the most technological advanced museum in the world and it's newest and probably it should be. Uh, but we took that uh, by did, we did it by intent. We did not want to be the most advanced. We just said, what can we put in there that will attract uh, uh, young people, that will attract millennials, that will – be sustainable for 10 years from now in electronics, which is almost hard to do, stay ahead of the curve, 
But we said, let's go out and create technology, and we own four patents on, on some of this technology that is going to be hard for others to, uh, we might say, knock off or copy. And so what we ended up with is uh, that accolade now. We're going to take a break and come back in a couple of minutes, continue our conversation with Carrie Summers, Museum Relations Officer for Museum of the Bible. Their website is well worth your visiting, and there's a lot more we're going to try to cover during this quick visit. Museumofthebible.org on the web. Stay with us. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Here's Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. Today we're going to answer the intriguing question, will heaven be the same for every Christian? The answer to that is no. Not every Christian will have the same experience in heaven. God's justification exempts us from God's condemnation, but it doesn't exempt us from God's evaluation of our life. And that's what the judgment seat of Christ is going to be. It's going to be an honest evaluation of everything we've done, whether it is good, lasting, eternal, or worthless. Luke eight seventeen, Jesus said, For nothing is hidden that shall not become evident, nor anything secret that shall not be known and will come to light. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. You love the Bible. You read the stories as a child. What if you could see them come to life? In Israel, black and white scriptures transform into powerful living color. Picture this. Yesterday, you stood at the Sea of Galilee and were baptized in the Jordan River. Today, you explore the remains of Nazareth. Tomorrow, on to Jerusalem, where every path leads toward the life of Christ and the story of God's purpose on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through 16th. Come experience the legendary land of Israel and be led into the presence of God. Accompanied by gifted worship artists Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews, your time in Israel is sure to be rich with spiritual meaning and impact. Visit letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Or call 855-448-7226 and book your journey to Israel today. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 
That's 800-704-1662. Good news, ladies. Ugly brown spots on your skin might feel like they're the end of the world, but they're not. You can fade those brown spots from view with Dr. Perry's Night Skin Cream. New customers can try night skin free. Diminish the appearance of brown spots on your face, neck, and hands. Try night skin free. Call 1-800-509-4152. Pay only shipping and handling. One per household. Call for your free night skin. Call 1-800-509-4152. That's 1-800-509-4152. Hey, this is Bill Carl. Today's guest host for the Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. Don Crow Show on WAVA. Also happy to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and also on 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Talking about a place that if you haven't visited as yet, folks, you really need to when you can get to D.C. And certainly if you live in the WAVA listening area, it's uh, well worth your carving out some time to get to the Museum of the Bible and it's easily located and uh, just precisely located right in the shadow of the nation's capital. And it's really an experience all its own. As a matter of fact, I don't know how many days it would take to do justice to everything that's there. But uh, Kerry Summers is with me. He's museum relations officer and uh, the driving force behind getting it designed, getting it up and running. And now, uh, Kerry, your additional burden is keeping it running, right? <laughs> we have a, a volunteer uh uh, admission policy, so it says pay what you wish, and uh, we allow people to come in and they pay what they wish. Well, uh, some of them don't wish to pay that much, so <laughs> we have to. Uh, we have to. Uh, we. It's a big museum. Uh, it is four hundred thirty thousand square feet. And, and to your point, by the way, it takes it's seventy two hours of content. Uh, so it it functions has a lot of lot of moving parts. So it, it, we have to raise a, a lot of money uh, to keep it going. Well, now you've been open uh, for uh, several months. What is uh, what is the response looking like at this point? Is there a particular group that's coming or uh, demographic uh, that comes more often than not? You know, it's a great question, and uh, you do all these democratic, uh, demo, uh, demographic studies before you open. And you know, sometimes you um, they say, oh, you you know, you you don't have a sweet spot. You've got a broad this you got these people running these people and you know at a certain point you say oh I no I'm sure we'll we'll have a sweet spot but that's not the case we have I, I believe uh, over a hundred uh, countries people from over a hundred countries had visited the museum and on a daily basis name a faith tradition and we probably you'll probably find them in the museum. Uh, certainly the ones that have the Bible as a basis, primarily the, the Jewish faith and the Catholic faith and the Protestant faith, Coptic faith, Orthodox faith. But daily we have uh, many guests who are Muslims and Hindu and even Buddhist. Uh, wonderful. 
I think the reason is because we took a position, we opened it, we said this is going to be a non-sectarian museum, which means that it's just about the Bible. We're not going to promote one thing over another, but just come in and learn what this amazing book is uh, called the Bible. And uh, people were skeptical that we would do that. Uh, you know, many, really thousands of articles written that we would not, uh, but we did. And now the word is spreading that it is a safe place to go and learn, and uh, you're, it, and that's what a lot of people are looking for. You gave me the honor of being able to attend the Jerusalem and Rome uh, display or gallery as it opened on that. What an experience that was. Yeah. Uh, uh, talk about that one. Uh, so many people have a lot of interest in Jewish history and, and uh, Israel and so on these days. Uh, that uh, is well worth their see. It sure is. Uh, this is a, it's probably the largest uh, exhibit we probably will ever bring in. It takes up an enormous amount of space. And it focuses on uh, uh, three aspects. One, uh, the main aspect is the, uh, the Rome conflict with, uh, with uh, the Jews, it, what's called the Herodian period or the Second Temple period. But three things are focused. One is the conquest of the final stand of the Jews at Masada. And Peter O'Toole is remembered by all as the, in the movie. Uh, and it was uh, it was the last stand of the Jews after the Romans had conquered Jerusalem, and so we have many of the artifacts from Masada, and the story of Masada, and the story of Herod, and the luxury that he lived in, and it was just mind-boggling. Most people just really can't grasp what all that is, that that could be over two thousand years ago. People lived that way. And so a lot of it, that's depicted in there. The second area deals with the uh, the destruction of Jerusalem and what took place and <clears throat> just the a uh, lot of the items that survived that destruction. And then uh, a third piece in there is uh, a, a series of ossuaries. And these are bone boxes. And uh, if you find ossuaries, they're, they're, uh, they're, they look like little crypts. And they, uh, and, and, and so most of the audience would understand that, that in the text, in the New Testament text, is that the stone was rolled away. Well, why would there be a rolling stone to cover the entrance of a, of a cave where you have a body? Because for about a 100-year period, there existed a concept that says you take the body, you wrap it in linen, and you put spices right to the T of the New Testament. And then you lay it in there, and in one year, you go back in, you gather the bones, and you put them in a stone box called an ossuary. That, so that existed only for about a 100-year period. And then it ceased being where they just started burying people again in the dirt. And so uh, that was one reason they had a round stone for Jesus. They would come in, and they were going to get his bones in a year, put them in this stone box, and put the stone box into a niche inside that cave. Well, one of these caves that was discovered in the, in the late 40s by Hebrew University. It had not been hit by grave robbers, which was very common. It had been sealed, but there were some heavy rains. Uh, it appeared a, 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 you could see that there was a cave. A stone had sort of moved, and they were look, uh, archaeologists were looking at various dig sites in the, in the Kidron Valley near the old walled city, and they found this one, and they went in, and sure enough, it was intact. And But in that time period, also, many of the ossuary bone boxes had names inscribed on them. And in this case, uh, we have on display 
which is in in the Greek and then some Hebrew on it. Uh, Simon, uh, the the uh, the uh, the son of Simon of Serene. Now, if you w- look in the text and it says that Jesus was carrying the cross, or probably the crossbar, he stumbles, and the Roman soldiers reach into the crowd and solicit a person to help carry that crossbar for him, and it's, it was Simon the Serene, and this bone box uh, has his son's name on it, and all the other boxes that were in there were from that family. So we can't say for sure that Simon was, but they used to use them for multi-burial. Uh, hmm. So you'd put maybe three bone bones of three people in a box, and then they would, and then they, so what happened to the bones? Well, in Jewish custom, when they found that and they went in, they immediately have to bury those bones in 24 hours. And in the 40s, there was no DNA, and the, you know, so who knows? We don't know. But anyway, that's on. That's one of the feature items in the exhibit. The whole process of understanding death and burial of the first century. And that's just the one gallery. That's, that's just one. that's just one experience all its own. A very moving, very informative, and uh, as you say, artifacts. I remember the uh, uh, the little oil lamp. Right. Uh, you know, it gave whole new uh, meaning to me of Jesus talking about lighting a lamp and setting it under a basket. That's uh, right. Because it was the very kind of lamp that was used during his time. Right, and to be a light, to be a light unto my yes. feet, a light unto the path. And if you, I know it sounds maybe a little mundane, but once you understand how oil lamps functioned, uh, you realize how what a powerful statement that is and how they throw a light. And uh, so when you read the Bible again, you're saying, oh, wow, I, I understand the depths of what he was saying in that scripture right there. And that's really what this whole museum's about. It, it's, it's like, wow, I didn't know that. And then when you open it back up, and I do it personally every day. When I read the Bible, I, there's something in there usually that I'm reading that we have something that represents it. And I'm saying, wow, I know, I know, I, I know the, uh, not the depths, but certainly a better and deeper mm-hmm. understanding of what's being written. We're talking, if you're just joining us, with Carrie Summers, Museum Relations Officer for Museum of the Bible, the man, among others, who've been right up front of the birth of this thing for many years now. And uh, those uh, on that point, uh, uh, Carrie, uh, were there times when you said to yourself, at least, is this thing ever going to come to pass? You know, there, it's a, it's a, that's a great question, by the way. And um, we... Uh, we're only eight years old. We're, in fact, we're not quite eight years old. We formed the organization in September 2010, so we're not even eight years old yet, and we feel like we're 100 years old and look like we are, some of us. <laughs> uh, but we, um, we, uh, the Holy Spirit gave, us a, uh, gave me, and it sort of has been used now by a lot of our people, uh, God do something crazy good today. And he honored that prayer in an amazing way. So... Uh, it was much like the Israelites when they were in Numbers 13. When they were entering into the promised land, they sent the spies into the land. And what did the spies see? We saw giants in the land, and we looked like grasshoppers compared to them. And so what happens is uh, they saw opposition versus opportunity. Whenever that hit us, we took it. We knew what was happening. We took it to the Lord and said, God, Show us that this is still your deal, your project, your opportunity, and he would show us that. And then 
not only showed it, he would then take in charge of it. That's a good touchstone, isn't it? it uh, it's one or the other. It, right. And, and even if it's opposition uh, from the adversary, it still needs to be seen as an opportunity for kingdom work. That's right. And the, the opposition, and you might, we might, and there's different oppositions, sure. but let's say that the, the spiritual warfare that, uh, is, is for real. Uh, the, the one thing that Satan uses uh, that's in an old uh, uh, story is that uh, God uses, uh, he corrects, he says no, he gives us different directions, but he never discourages. Yeah. Satan is the biggest tool he uses against Christians, wow. is discouragement. And when that would start happening to us, which it did, uh, we knew where it was coming from, and it was not from God. We're going to take a break, come back for uh, another half hour together. I appreciate uh, Carrie Summers being, Summer being willing to uh, spend the hour with us. And it's really to provoke in you, uh, especially you in the area, but you folks in Tampa as well, when you can get to D.C., a lot of things to see here and a lot of places to go and historic experiences to relive. But this is one of them you don't want to miss and you can, in the meantime, check it out in more detail at their website, museumofthebible.org. But we have more we want to share. Stay with us. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage, November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and you know for years we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at christiantuitions.com. And for years parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half-price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I just, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. 
and you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. So hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Don Crow Show on WAVA, sharing the day as well with the listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Honored to share the day with you folks as well. Museum of the Bible right here in Washington, D.C. That's the website, by the way, museumofthebible.org. There's so much more than we're going to have time to cover, but I'm hoping it'll stimulate and provoke some interest on the part of some of you who said, well, I've heard about it, but I... I really don't know much about it. Well, we're trying to clear up some of that today. But as uh, my guest, Carrie Summer, already has said, uh, it's 72 hours uh, of uh, material. If you were going to just stay there for, I guess, and sleep overnight and all the rest of it, it'd still take you that long, wouldn't it? Oh, it was a, it's a number that we, you know, you, when you write this stuff out and you put on uh, touch tables and various handheld devices to help you get through the museum. Uh, but I had a... a, a husband and wife who are friends uh, from Missouri, I, I saw them, and I was surprised. And I, I said, oh, I'm so glad you came. Uh, we want to see everything in the museum. And I said, well, it's going to take you a long time. Yeah, we know that, but we're going to start. Oh, we're great. And I totally really forgot about them until uh, the next week, and I saw them. And I said, wow, you guys are still here. <laughs> and uh, how many times have you been through the museum now? They said, well, this is our 12th day. Uh, we have done nothing but come here in the morning. We eat lunch here every day, and we leave when it closes. Wow. And I said, okay, well, it's fantastic. And we did not get finished. Oh, my goodness. Now, these people really did. They were they were going to see if they could, how long it would take to read everything, listen to everything, 54 different video vignettes, 12 theaters, uh, on the history floor alone, 30 hours of content there. Uh, and then all the other productions that we have in there. And uh, I couldn't believe it, really. I mean, I, that's what we numbers showed, but it was the first time we'd ever had real life uh, measurement pe- people doing it. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, 
anything uh, that you've uh, seen happen that you didn't expect since it opened? Any big surprises? There's two. Uh, we, uh, number one, the number of young people coming. Uh, we, uh, now I say young people, we have a children's area that we more than doubled in size before we opened because we realized for some traveling exhibits that we had out in the field, we knew that the kids were a big, were going to really be important. But what we didn't realize is uh, the number of kids. And I'm saying kids, I'm, you know, I'm old enough to have grandkids that are, that are big kids. And uh, these are, uh, these are young people, I should say. And it's absolutely overwhelming. Now, you could say, well, there's a lot of kids go to church with mom and dad because they're forcing them to. Okay, I understand that. But when you're in that museum, and you, I'm, at, I'm there when I am in town. I'm there walking with people. I just want to hear, see. And when you see them, when they're coming down into the day, the kids have had a ball. They are just, it's like a big adventure for them. And I sat through a, a presentation yesterday at one of our shows, and uh, watch the young people there learning about the Old Testament, and they loved it. They and the shocker was many of them didn't know the stories of Abraham and Moses, and they're and they're learning to do that. So that was number one. Number two, we asked people, "What did the how did the museum make you feel?" And the number one answer we get is, "It gives me hope," oh. which means that now we're across the board. We get we get across the social, economic, yep. uh, global. And it means that people in general, no matter who, who you are, no matter what your faith is, you're all looking for hope. Yeah. And that's what and it's a, it was a shocker to us. Mm-hmm. We thought people would say, well, I'll learn more about the Bible. I did this. I learned that. The, the, the idea that the, the museum was a provider of hope uh, was not in our – we would not have guessed. We didn't guess that one. That is encouraging. Yeah. Talk about, you alluded to it earlier, the technology, state-of-the-art technology that that place is full of. Right. And uh, some of the unique things that people can experience. Well, one of them is what's called our electronic docent. Uh, You get it when you come in. Uh, It has, um, I don't know how many hours of content are loaded on it now, but it has different levels of learning. And uh, GPS does not work well inside of a building, especially ours that's 100 years old. So we use what's called geofencing. And with that, we are able, when you, we give you that, you can key in how much time you have, what your subject interest is, and it'll program a path for you if you wish. Uh, or you can just venture, and it'll when you pop into areas, it's going to say, here's what you're getting ready to walk into. And the system knows where you are within four inches of everywhere you walk. So it can it calculates how long people stand in front of items and it calculates it'll even if we have your name and you come back it'll say uh, here's what you did last time and uh, and oh by the way you didn't get finished with that one that you plugged in there <laughs> so it has a very unique we're just really taking it out of beta now and putting it into service uh, and then the then the touch tables throughout the uh, the museum. Uh, when we when I said we had 54 different video vignettes, I mean these are full length information videos. You sit down, some of you stand and watch, scattered throughout the museum and 12 theaters, which are all these are not performing arts theaters. These are theaters seat maybe 100 people, 40, 50 people, and they are 12, 15 minute productions that will give you information about that section of the museum and the artifacts that are in there. And now we're going to take a break, but you do have live. Performances we of do. events too. Let's come back to that and more. And again, 
Carrie Summers with me, Museum Relations Officer for the Museum of the Bible here in Washington, D.C. And again, their website is museumofthebible.org. Hope that this is provoking some interest on your part. You said, well, I've heard about it. Well, now you know it's well worth some time to carve out and visit. And uh, there's more. Stay with us. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. Thousands of doctors, health specialists, and professionals recommend Balance of Nature as a way of improving their health. Listen to a few unsolicited success stories from doctors that not only recommend it, but use Balance of Nature as well. I look at Balance of Nature and I look what it's doing for me as I started taking it and for the patients that I have that are taking it. It's been phenomenal watching the changes that have happened and how much healthier and how much more energy that they have. I haven't heard any negative feedback from any of my patients who have been taking the product. The thing that amazes me with it is is that it's so simple. When you call, use discount code NOW and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code NOW. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all, compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey called 888-8-Sparky. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court by President Trump marks what could well be the first ever reliable majority of what conservative scholars call originalist and textualist judges on the Supreme Court. If confirmed, it's a triumph for the conservative legal movement that took 30 years to achieve, and it's almost here at long last. In temperament, character, and judicial philosophy, Judge Kavanaugh is very much a Justice John Roberts 2.0. This doesn't mean a reactionary or a right-wing activist radical court, but rather one committed to the Constitution and to precedent, to religious liberty and free speech, to property rights and the Second Amendment. Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation will be dispositive of the question, should I have voted for Trump when it arises? The answer, of course, is yes. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. 
Summer travel season's here. Now's the time to plan that family vacation you'll remember forever. Travel Cat's pre-planned packages make it so easy. Just pack your wardrobe. Whether you want to take that special trip to Washington, D.C., New York City, California, or go international, Travel Cat's will create the perfect worry-free trip within an affordable budget. Travel Cat's are the custom travel experts putting together unforgettable travel experiences. Call 352-277-7300 or visit TravelCat's.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. See for free if LASIK is right for you. That's W I S H to 350350. Carrie Summer with me, Museum Relations Officer at Museum of the Bible. As we uh, move toward the end of this hour, a uh, short hour, as I knew it would be, but we want to get you uh, as enthused and interested as possible because there's so much that is going to enhance your spiritual life and your, uh, your Christian walk and also just your general knowledge if you're not even a believer necessarily in the Christian faith. As uh, Carrie said at the outset of this hour, folks from all over the world and various faith persuasions are finding this a very interesting place to visit. I mentioned before the break that I know you have uh, some outstanding live performances that you've right. started really from the beginning to do. We do. We have uh, we opened the uh, museum with uh, the Amazing Grace that was on Broadway at the Nylander Theater in New York, and uh, that came in. Uh, we ended that right uh, in mid-February. Uh, it was just a, an enormous uh, success and hit. And uh, we're, we've made no uh, secret about seeing if that show can return uh, to the theater by very, very popular demand. And so we're in the process of working that. And uh, we just had a show that we've had what we might call our house show that was Through the Ages. And it was uh, music through the ages and uh, also faith traditions. And that, uh, that just ended. And then every day in the theater in the mornings, we have a wonderful, amazing uh, two hours that people can enjoy. Uh, it's done in 15-minute segments, and it's reading of God's Word. Uh, and it's, but it's in this theater that has what's called electronic mapping. So every centimeter in the theater, wall, ceiling, everything converts to whatever we want it to be. Uh, so if it's uh, reading uh, Psalms, 23rd Psalms, we, the walls might be sheep grazing in the pastures and blue skies above you and it changes and that's uh two hours every day and it comes it's coming in different blocks of time and you know there may be a five minute one and a ten but it, there's several that are linked together over two hours so you can just pop in and enjoy that and that's something that we're doing for the summer right now which has been uh very very successful just uh, big museums you sort of need a place to go hide and and uh you know hang out for a while and then uh, we'll be announcing our fall schedule here soon and uh, it'll have a variety of uh, not necessarily a set show in there as we've done in the past, but but uh, we'll, we'll be doing uh, several shows in there that'll be a very interest level and also uh, some that'll be very unusual from overseas that people are, are going to be bringing in. And we know that our Lord himself said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. But having said that, uh, we do need to eat, and yeah. I know there's a wonderful food service restaurant right there. Yeah, it's a, it's really been a, a home run for us. Uh, it's called Manna, 
It's operated by Todd and Ellen Gray, who own Equinox, which is uh, about two blocks from the Capitol, or from the White House, sorry. And they've been there 21 years. It's truly a five-star restaurant. And uh, we sent them to uh, Israel for uh, uh, oh, 10 days or so, but they went to 15 different uh, restaurants, the top restaurants in Israel, met the chefs, went behind the scenes, learned what the new taste star of Israel, brought those spices back, had them formulated in the States. So when you go in there, you really will be eating food that you can't find anywhere else, uh, as far as I know, in the country, because many of these spices and all, they've they've uh, got a proprietary on them as they mix them themselves. And uh, then we have, uh, and so it's a terrific one. Then we have one that's called milk and honey. Of course, you got manna, you got to have milk and honey. <laughs> and the milk and honey is our, our coffee operation that has a wonderful uh, Equinox restaurant is known for their chicken salad of, of one thing that's been famous for many years. It's served in there and one place just to grab and go, have a salad sandwich, sit down, and to get back into the, you know, right, get join the rest of the museum again. So, and then we have an outdoor dining area with a biblical garden you can set in outdoors and eat on the top of the roof of the uh, museum. What are some of the biggest features of the museum? I, uh, we've already made it clear, I think, by now that you're going right. to need a lot of time to see everything. Yeah. But what are some of the most notable of the galleries and displays that folks really would be interested in seeing? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, on our fifth level, we have the Israel Antiquity Authority. This is the first time they've ever done this. The Israel Antiquity Authority uh, owns legally all the artifacts in Israel. If they come out of the ground since 1953, uh, they're supposed to be deposited with the Israel Antiquity Authority. Um, and they own over over two million items, so they, we say all the good stuff they got. <laughs> and uh, this first time ever, they've done a multi-year, very long-term agreement with anybody. And in this exhibit that they have there currently is the Canaanite period, time of Abraham, first and second temple period, so David and up to the time of Jesus, with uh, several hundred artifacts. And these were the premier items, amazing, uh, amazing artifacts. The Vatican Museum and Library. They have a long-term relationship with us, so they have an area there also. And then some of the newer exhibits that have just come in, uh, one is the one we just briefly talked about, and that's Rome and Jerusalem. There's also one that's called uh, Sacred Drama, and this is from Florence, Italy, and it's the forerunner of the Passion Play. And this is when people couldn't read in the medieval period. They would do plays on wagons going down to the middle of the street, uh, and so that's there. And then the other one is the Stolberg collection. It's called Women of the Women of the Bible. And this is a seventh generation of uh, a family in Germany. There was a very popular movie out here a while back called Monument Men. And it was a movie about how uh, the, the Germans came in and raided a castle in Germany and stole the art. Well, in reality, uh, they did raid a castle. It wasn't the Germans. It was the Russians. And they didn't steal uh, art. They stole manuscripts and, and books. And that was the Stolberg family, this family. So they've recovered several thousands of those, have brought some of the most incredible items over and just showed how the influence of the Bible has been on seven generations of women in that family and how uh, they these women became part of the collecting world, which was mainly known as a man's world for collecting. So those are all the special exhibits that are in there right now. We have one more break, and we'll come back and talk about a couple of other things that I want to make sure we cover before uh, this quick hour has uh, been totally used up. Carrie Summer with me. Again, check out 
A lot that we don't even have time to get to at the Museum of the Bible website, museumofthebible.org. We'll be right back. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court by President Trump marks what could well be the first ever reliable majority of what conservative scholars call originalist and textualist judges on the Supreme Court. If confirmed, it's a triumph for the conservative legal movement that took 30 years to achieve, and it's almost here at long last. In temperament, character, and judicial philosophy, Judge Kavanaugh is very much a Justice John Roberts 2.0. This doesn't mean a reactionary or a right-wing activist radical court, but rather one committed to the Constitution and to precedent, to religious liberty and free speech, to property rights and the Second Amendment. Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation will be dispositive of the question, should I have voted for Trump when it arises? The answer, of course, is yes. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling, cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Bortons. Today I'll be discussing the state of homeschooling worldwide with Classical Conversations graduate, Chris Blackburn. Hey, Chris. Hi, Lee. So I know you've sponsored and attended all the global home education conferences. Can you share with us the memories of the 2012 Global Home Education Conference in Germany? Yes. You know, personally, I thought it was a great privilege to be able to bring a handful of families from the United States to meet the German families. We knew that they are in a desperate situation because Germany has still decided that homeschooling is not a thing that they want to support. We're praying for a child that was taken that week in 2012. That was six years ago. child was um, taken off an airplane on the way to the actual conference to meet with us, and his mother and father have had to deal with that with various organizations since 2012. And so to see that tragedy up front just made me just really value what we have here where parents will actually give their children away to government systems that are authoritative and don't teach them the worldview of their family. And here's a family dealing with a child who's been taken from them. And the other thing I learned about that it's really hard to explain in the time that I have left, but, you know, there's a lot of fear worldwide because of immigration and wars and all kinds of things like that. And in Germany, they're afraid of what they call parallel societies. They don't want anybody that's going to make trouble. And I guess that might be left over from their, you know, previous World War One and Two history, or it might be just the authoritarianism that exists in that country. I don't know why, but they're really afraid of diversity. 
You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bordens. To learn more about Classical Christian Community, visit ClassicalConversations.com. That's ClassicalConversations.com. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, Once and FM 102.1 with you. today with The Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. And this hour talking with Carrie Summer, Museum Relations Officer for the Museum of the Bible here in Washington, D.C. And Carrie, in this last moment or so, uh, try to squeeze three quick things in. One, uh, any guest remarks, feedback that really has stuck with you, uh, that people have shared with you? Uh, we'll go with that first. Yeah, number, the number one comment that we get back from people is, quote, I had no idea it was this. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, you'll hear it a thousand times a day. And I also ask you off off mic, how has it affected your life as a, a follower of Jesus for many years? Uh, certainly, uh, uh, you're a Bible teacher. In fact, we're going to talk for just a moment about your yep. new book coming out. But how's it affected you as a as a Christian with uh, already some understanding of Scripture? I've been uh, teaching the uh, Bible for about uh, uh, 35 years. I've written thousands and thousands of pages of teaching notes. Uh, you know, you get... Um, uh, sometimes you it becomes it's just words on a paper you certainly the faith component there but then when you get there and you realize and here's here's a a, a bible that was uh, translated uh, one of the first edition Tyndale's and you realize he was burned at, burned at the stake for doing that mm. uh and then you you realize the the conflict of seeing burnt uh, torah scrolls throughout the ages and what the Jews went through because they had a belief in a, 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 a God that was a God of creation and they paid the price. And so when you go through the museum, you, you realize that and you see what's called a slave Bible, which has the book of Exodus totally removed and any other passages that dealt with freedom, that these were Bibles being given to slave-by-slave slave owners, you realize the battleground yeah. that uh, people have gone through. Well, folks can benefit from your work. You have a new book you're working on right now. I yep. want to talk about it when it comes out in the fall, I think. Yep, we have one in in the bookstore right now called Lifting Up the the the, 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 the uh, Bible, and that's how we built the museum. So you go into the bookstore there, and the new one coming out is based on the book of Nehemiah that I've uh, taught for 35 years, and it deals primarily with what was the opposition that Nehemiah had to face to to, to build this wall in 52 days, which is an engineering miracle today, and uh, and how did he overcome that? Uh, Satan is not real creative, and so how he did it, you can learn from him. We have to talk about that. Thank you, my friend. Thanks very much for coming in. My joy. Thank you. Carrie Summer, Museum Relations Officer, Museum of the Bible. And again, museumofthebible.org will tell you uh, all you need to know about how to really participate and partake of this wonderful gift that the Lord, through his servants, has given us here in Washington, D.C. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. The author of the book of Hebrews said, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, exhorting one another. Be accountable to somebody. We are here for you. 
Faith Talk AM 570, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein has announced indictments against 12 Russian intelligence agents for hacking offenses during the 2016 presidential election. Rosenstein says the defendants are notable intelligence officials. The defendants worked for two units of the main intelligence directorate of the Russian general staff, known as the GRU. The units engaged in active cyber operations to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. The indictments come three days before Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin meet in Finland. The Kremlin denies that the Russian state has interfered in the U.S. elections. The White House is stressing that the new indictments contain no allegations of knowing involvement by anyone on the Trump campaign. London police are looking into whether a nerve agent poison found in one victim's house is from the same batch that poisoned an ex-Russian spy and his daughter. Don Sturgis and Charlie Raleigh got sick on June 20th in a town not far from Salisbury where British authorities say a Russian ex-spy and his daughter were poisoned back in March. Sturgis died in a hospital on Sunday and her partner, Charlie Raleigh, was in critical condition but has regained consciousness. The Metropolitan Police of London say a small bottle was found during a search of Raleigh's roll home and tested positive for the deadly nerve agent Novichok. Police are still looking looking into where the bottle came from, how it came to be in his house, and whether it's from the same batch that was used to poison the Russian ex-spy and his daughter. I'm Jennifer King. There have been two explosions in Pakistan today apparently related to the election campaign in the country. There are 132 people reported to have been killed in what's being reported in one instance to be a suicide bombing. One of those killed was a candidate in one of the country's provinces. The attack comes as former Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif is returning to Pakistan there are now reports that he has been arrested upon his return home. On Wall Street, the Dow by 95 points to 25,019. The Nasdaq rose four. The S&P advanced three. More on these stories at townhall.com. Even though the 4th of July is behind us, every July is our independence month. Become a patriot. Declare your independence from big mobile companies. Break free from big mobile's hidden fees, the line charges, the complicated pricing. Start celebrating simplicity with Patriot Mobile. And the pricing is simple and straightforward. Patriot Mobile also covers your switching and installment fees as a contract credit, up to $1,500 per account when you join. And from each Patriot's bill comes a contribution to the vital donations of conservative organizations that fight for freedom every day. What a great month to remember that. This month, enjoy a new Motorola E4 or an E4 Plus smartphone for only $4 a month. Save over 40% on this terrific water-resistant phone, perfect for summer, and help bring about conservative change. Independence has never sounded so liberating. Don't wait. Offer only available while supplies last. Make the switch today by calling 1-800-A-PATRIOT or by visiting www.patriotmobile.com forward slash you. That's patriotmobile.com forward slash you. Be a patriot. Switch. Make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. Patriot Mobile, your new cellular resource for patriotism. In the latest controversy over immigration, taking care of immigrant children detained at the border has now turned into a billion-dollar business. Here's a report from correspondent Rita Foley. There are almost 12,000 of them, a few months old to 17 years old. Children found alone at the border or separated from family members trying to enter the U.S. illegally. They're held in dozens of facilities in 15 states, from New York to California. The price tag? About a billion dollars a year and going up, according to an analysis by the AP. The group getting the most money is called Southwest Key, headquartered in Texas. It's gotten almost a billion and a half dollars since 2008, 
Groups like this say they need that money to take care of the children properly, housing, transportation, education, and medical care. I'm Rita Foley. News and analysis available at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Jesus does not want to be the most important part of your life. Jesus wants to be your life. He wants all of who you are. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN, also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. Their values, they won't carry it. We will. You can hear it on the Don Crow Show. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. Hello there, folks, and welcome to the Don Crow Show. Every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we have this chance to get together and talk about what I call matters that really do matter. Issues of significance that you and I want to get informed about, but then the point is let's get informed and then get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways to make a difference. I'll tell you what, if the culture and the world itself ever needed your voice, if you're a follower of the Lord Jesus It needs it now. And this upcoming hour is going to illustrate that, I think, in some very important ways. Nigeria is now the deadliest place in the world to be a Christian. What we have is a genocide. They're trying to displace the Christians, they're trying to possess their land, and they're trying to impose their religion on the so-called infidels and pagans who they consider Christians to be. Those stark words in a recent report given to CBN News by my guest this hour, Attorney Emmanuel Ogebi, who serves as special counsel to the Justice for Joss Project with the U.S. Nigeria Law Group, Uh, He's worked extensively and directly on behalf of Boko Haram kidnapping victims and other issues during the past years. And we've had him uh, as a a guest on the show. He's been a longtime friend. And I'm very happy this half hour that he, along with his father, Justice James Ogebi, who now is retired from the Supreme Court of Nigeria, are both going to be joining me for this first half hour of the show. Emmanuel, thank you, my friend, for doing so today. Hey, thank you very much, Don. It's always, always a dear pleasure to be with you, brother. Now, we'll get to your dad a little later. I said I'd like to just have the first segment. You kind of paint the picture for folks 
who are increasingly aware but not aware enough of what is going on right now. So let's start there. If you could give us an overview of what the situation's been over the last number of years, but how it's gotten exponentially worse in the last few weeks. Yes, Don, uh, the thing about Nigeria is it's the largest country in the world with an equal proportion of Muslims and Christians. So you have a country of millions of Christians and millions of Muslims. And even in that context, the Muslims feel they must dominate the other half of the country. Now, I mean, there are more Christian Anglicans in Nigeria than the United Kingdom. That's how uh, much Christianity there is in Nigeria. And what has happened is Nigeria is now home to two of the worst, uh, two of the top four worst terror groups in the world, uh, Boko Haram and the Fulani headsmen. So these two separate jihadi groups are killing Nigerians like crazy, Nigerian Christians like crazy. Now, Don, just to give you an illustration, one church denomination alone, in the U.S. it's called the Church of the Brethren, their Nigerian affiliate has lost 10,000 members. I don't mean people who stopped going to church. I mean people who were killed, one church denomination. It's the worst killing of Christians on the planet today. And Don, when I you know, was on your show a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that there was a massacre in, in Plateau State, uh, which is one of my home states, and uh, 238 people were killed. Don, would you believe this? A few days later, I found out that I lost six relatives in that massacre. Mm. So I was here talking about you know, people who I didn't know, and I didn't realize that my own family was affected. It, uh, it really uh, is something Americans, unless they've been there or have uh, been following this news, are just uh, not even aware of how deeply the attacks have been renewed against Christians just in the last few years. Uh, I have mentioned this statistic more than once. I'm sure you're aware of it, that more people have given their lives for Jesus Christ in the 21st, 20th and 21st centuries than the entire 19th centuries of the church history pre- uh, preceding. And so Absolutely. You're right, Don. And interestingly, in 20, 2012, our data showed that more Christians died in Nigeria than the rest of the world combined in 2012 alone. So essentially, over 50% of the Christians killed in the world were just in northern Nigeria. We're not even talking about southern Nigeria, which is majority Christian, and, and where you know, Christians are relatively uh, safer and freer than in the north. Now, don't, just to describe uh, what happened to, to my family members, uh, the Fulani headsmen attacked the village in the night, and when the gentleman who is related to me um, had the attack, um, the police now tell us that he took his pregnant wife out of the house to try and get her to safety because she was really heavy. And as he was leaving the house uh, on the street, they saw him and they shot him and they shot her right there. They went into their home and they killed his four-year-old son and his six-year-old daughter in their beds as they slept. I mean, it, it doesn't, genocide doesn't get clearer than this. This is genocide when you go into people's homes at night and kill them. 
this is what is happening in Nigeria right now. Now, for those who are in the fields during the day going to their farms, they are mowed down. They're literally hunting down Christians like animals. This is what is happening. They will kill the Christian farmer on his farm, and then they, they, they will use their cows to eat up his crops. So I, I, I don't know what the world needs to know, to hear, to see, to understand that this is genocide. Well, I want to take a break and also come back and talk to your father, of course, uh, very distinguished justice from Nigeria, former Supreme Court member. But uh, for this break, one more question, and I know it's a point you've made more than once, and you and I have talked about it. Uh, those, there are those who, even in the mainstream press, as we so to, uh, refer to it, mainstream media, have tried to paint this as simply uh, a, a, a matter of a warfare between Fulani herdsmen and uh, and uh, farmers and the battle over land, uh, and that there's no religious component. I would say quite the opposite. What do you say? Yeah, I, completely. That's Baldadash. The Muslim, the headsmen who attack the communities are 100% Muslim. In fact, they're jihadists by nature who came into that uh, territory by force many years ago. Um, now, again, the communities they tag- target are primarily Christian uh, communities. If, if you say it's between farmers and headers, was my six-year-old uh, relative uh, who was sleeping in her bed farming? Mm. No. She was in her bed sleeping at night, as kids are supposed to be doing, and she was killed. So there, there is a jihadi mentality that sustains this kind of violence. Otherwise, it cannot be explained in any other context. Quick question. What can the United States as a government do that it hasn't been doing yet, and we'll get to your own government, maybe with your dad in a moment or two, but what can the U.S. government do in this regard? The first thing is, you know, you know, to recognize that this is genocide and that this needs to stop. This is not about climate change. Climate change affects both Christians and Muslims, farmers and headers. So one group cannot use climate change to justify killing the other. So the U.S. needs to recognize what, this is, what is going on, and they need to impose sanctions on the Nigerian government. Don't sell them aircraft. Don't do business with them till they learn to protect the lives of humans rather than protect the lives of cows uh, owned by Islamists. We'll come back with more with Emmanuel Gebi, actually speaking with his father. Uh, the distinguished Nigerian Supreme Court Justice, now retired, James Ogebi, will be with me in a moment. Stay with us. I didn't know how to love my enemy. I mean, those are such big, grand concepts. And how do you do it practically? And so I began to ask God, what do I do? Lori Coombs on Focus on the Family Minute, sharing how she prayed for the man who killed her father. And as I was looking through scripture, the first thing that I saw was to pray for my enemy. So I began to pray for him, and I honestly, I began to pray good things for him, even though it was completely counterintuitive to everything that I wanted or thought or felt. And what I prayed, and this is crazy, this was a pipe dream prayer. One of those things where you know, you know, God's big. He can do all things, and and he can answer this prayer, but this is a crazy prayer. And I began to pray, and I said, Lord, just transform Anthony so much so that he begins to live to the glory of you in prison and he can transform the lives of other inmates as well. And God has literally answered every single bit of that prayer. Hear more from Lori today at familyminute.org. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. Remember, 
real genuine true success is achieving the goal of becoming the person God wants us to be and accomplishing those goals that God has helped us to set in our life. Just because a person has a lot, dominates a lot, controls a lot, doesn't mean that they're successful in life. If you don't have any peace and contentment or a right relationship to God and don't feel the love of God and don't have eternal security, please tell me, what is it that you have? Everything you have is like smoke, clouds, and fog, nothing that has any lasting value to it. So that if we're going to succeed in life, if we're going to become the persons God wants us to be, and if we're going to achieve the goals that God has set for our life, we must think the way God would have us to think. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Some of you are better judges of what people think than you are knowledgeable of what God has said. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. Some of you seem to be unable to think independently without the tyranny of comparison. And you live your life bound by what someone is going to say or think. I say that not out of criticism. I say it with a sense of pity. It took me ten years in ministry to give myself permission to be who I am. I'm spending the rest of my years working that out. We should not order our lives on the basis of his saying this or their believing that. I want to know who I am before God. Don't you want to know that too? Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. On the next Paws and Tales... We're scheduled to pick up a large shipment of gold next week. If it's stolen, I'm ruined. I know the one you're looking for. His name is Slade. Slade? Oh, he's a thief, all right. Slade's your man. Mark my words. 562 pieces of solid gold. 562 pieces of solid gold. (laughs) (laughs) Are we good or what? Don't you miss the next Paws and Tales. Paws and Tales. Saturday mornings at 5 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. Don Crow Show on WAVA. Also happy to share this afternoon's program on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida, with the listeners to The Bill Bunkley Show, my colleague, and uh, praying for his continued recovery and uh, soon to be back in uh, that chair that I know he loves very much and all of you as well here in Tampa. Talking about genocide. That's not hyperbole, folks. 
what's really happening in the beautiful country of Nigeria. Joined now by the distinguished and honorable Judge James Ogebi. He's retired justice of the Supreme Court of Nigeria. And Judge Ogebi, it's an honor to welcome you to the show again. Thank you very much, Don. It's been a long time. Well, our, yes, it has. I remember when you were here some years ago with your son, Emmanuel, right in our old studios, but uh, I'm glad you could join us at least, at least by phone today. Uh, from your assessment of uh, the country, of Nigeria's problems, uh, how do you see things in terms of the current government? And as a matter of fact, uh, your son sent me, Emmanuel sent me some information that the government has deployed over 40,000 security forces for election safety in a state election, but neglecting this issue of the slaughter of Christians up in Plateau State. Uh, give us your sense of uh, uh, what the situation is and what should be being done. Yes, um, we're all very concerned about the slaughter of innocent people is certainly not a clash between farmers and the herdsmen. It's deliberate uh, killing of innocent people, children, and the like. And uh, they also go ahead to destroy some churches. They kill two priests in Benway State. So what has that got to do with clash between uh, Fulanis and, uh, and uh, the farmers? It's a deliberate ploy to... Uh, reduce the population of uh, Christians so that they will not be able to vote during the coming election because when they go, they, they not only kill, but they burn the houses. So that even those who are alive, who have their voters' cards in their homes, cannot recover them anymore. But what is worrying me as a lawyer and as a judge is that there's a total breakdown of law and order in the country. The government has no respect for the rule of law and uh, they just do whatever they like. Um, when courts, courts make orders against them, they don't obey. And that's not what uh, we voted for. We, we want to run a democracy similar to what happens in America here, where people will have liberty, they have freedom of speech and movement, and the like. But the opposite is happening. There's a dictatorship in Nigeria right now. Now, would you agree that this may well, as I saw one way, one place it was expressed as a litmus test of what's going to happen in your 2019 elections, because we know General Buhari wants to be reelected. May this well not be the issue that determines the outcome of that election? Yes, we are. We are praying. We are praying that that doesn't happen. But um, we we are all concerned about what may happen. Because sending such a contingent of soldiers and policemen to a Kiti state for an election in a small state, one of the smallest states in the, the western part of Nigeria, southwest, uh, is, is scary. Well, what are they supposed to be doing there? They don't need such a large number to keep the peace. So whether they want to use force to uh, snatch the state because the state is controlled by opposition right now, and uh, they are boasting that they will take it over. Now, I know that uh, I didn't ask uh, Emmanuel about this, but I know you're aware, obviously, there was a rally this morning uh, protesting uh, the genocide in Plateau State and the Nigerian mi- Middle Belt uh, outside the Nigerian embassy here in the U.S. But uh, with that in mind, uh, what kind of influence does the American opinion have on 
the Nigerian government. In other words, I want our listeners to understand our voices can really make a difference uh, in these matters. What would you say to Americans as to how we can not only before the throne of heaven pray for you, but also be voices of advocacy? How influential is that to a government such as uh, Buhari government? Yes. I remember when he visited here not too long ago, the president of America uh, told him that they should stop killing Christians in Nigeria. I think because since then things have got worse. So I expect that uh, the advisors of the president should be able to brief him what is happening so that they can bring more pressure on the Nigerian government not to kill people indiscriminately as they are doing. Um, There are some people who are determined to derail the democracy in Nigeria. They are not only killing Christians in Sokoto, in Zamfara, they are killing even Muslims too. So there are some anarchists there who want to bring everything down in Nigeria. And so we need prayers from the church in America, and we need help to stop this evil that is pervading our nation. Now, is there also a continuing dynamic at play, namely those who want to drive all the Christians out of the north and into the south, uh, where the primary Christian population is, as I understand it, although there are many believers in Christ up in these other regions. But is that part of the agenda of some to actually split uh, Nigeria into two nations? Um, well, they all claim that they want a united Nigeria. But the way things are going, if, if there's no control, if there's no check, anything can happen. Yeah. Because um, people are angry, and uh, it's a question of uh, trying to survive. So if people's lives are threatened, uh, they don't mind uh, cutting off from, from the north. Talk about the balance of government that ostensibly has been the principle of your constitution, as I understand it, from its, I guess it's an its institution or its formation in 1999, I believe, uh, yeah. where there's sort of a gentleman's agreement that if you have a Muslim president, you must have a uh, Christian vice president and vice versa. Is that pretty much uh, the the uh, rule of thumb, and how has that played out? How has that been effective? Yeah. Well, the president is Muslim, the vice president is, is, is Christian, but in our constitution it is provided that all appointments should reflect the federal character of Nigeria. But this particular government is not keeping to that at all. Most of the appointments are from the north and are uh, being given to Muslims, especially in the security arm of government. How do you assess the predecessor, a good luck Jonathan, uh, there are those who are very unhappy with his lack of leadership in this area. I've been talking with folks in that region for a number of years now as well, and uh, I find uh, they were disappointed with his lack of leadership in this regard, uh, and uh, yet it seems it's gotten much worse. And along with that, during uh, his tenure, uh, I heard anecdotally that part of he claimed part of his problem was that his own military was honeycombed with uh, people who were sympathetic to the Islamic cause uh, versus uh, good government. What's your thought? Yeah. Well, um, uh, good Lord Jonathan was a, a weak president, all right. But at least during his time, there was uh, liberty. There was uh, people, life tended to be more secure. Um, 
there was food on the table of the average person in Nigeria. Things were much better. I'll give you an example. During his time, the Naira exchange for about uh, 170 to the dollar. But as soon as this uh, new government came in, it, it escalated to about 360 per dollar, more than double. And so uh, things were relatively easier uh, at that time. But the problem was that the sympathizers of the Boko Haram were even in the government. He cried out. Mm-hmm. So all his efforts to curb the excesses of the Boko Haram mm-hmm. were sabotaged by those who, who were in government and who were leaking information to them. So I wouldn't say that it was easy under him, but uh, it was easier under him than under the present government. Is there someone in the wings now that's ready to run for the presidency against Buhari that you would uh, recommend, or is it too early to make any kind of statement in that regard? What do you see for 2019? Well, the, the, the process of uh, nomination, nominating uh, candidates for the office is yet to start, but a few people have shown interest. So we're waiting to see... Um, the various uh, contestants before we can assess. But there's one Christian gentleman called Jerry Ghana, who had been in government for a long time, a professor who went into politics. So he's showing interest, and uh, a few others. But we don't know yet who will will get the, the, the nod of his party to contest. Well, I know our listeners can certainly help with their prayers. I don't say that lightly. It's our first order of business, as a matter of fact. Whether we make it so or not, as as we always should, it's certainly our first recourse. But also, from what your son has also said, we can encourage our government to really put some pressure, in, increase pressure on the Bihari government to make things right. It's such an honor to have you with me. I'm sorry we couldn't get together while you're here on your visit. I hope you and your wife have a safe trip home, but thank you very much for uh, talking with me right now, and thanks to Emmanuel as well. Thank you very much, John. It's it's a real pleasure talking to you. Again, that is Emmanuel Ogebi's father, James Ogebi. He is retired member of the Nigerian Supreme Court and uh, a servant of the Lord. Uh, we were, in fact, he and Emmanuel were here in studio with me some years ago when he was on a previous visit. Hopefully it won't be that long again before we can connect and uh, talk about these things further. But you get the point. Uh, Nigerian Christians need our prayers uh, at, at this point. And if you can raise the voice of advocacy to your senators and congressmen in the White House, I hope you'll do that as well. Stay with us. We have more. Studies show if you sleep next to someone who snores, you could be losing an hour of sleep every night. I'm Trina Webster, and I don't have that problem anymore. I'm Dan Webster. We're the founders of Z-Quiet. We know how snoring can turn your sweet dreams into a nightmare of shoving, poking, and morning frustration. Not to mention those dreaded trips to the couch in the middle of the night. Snoring was a real problem for us. I tried everything, even surgery, but nothing worked. That's when we developed an amazing solution called Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet is easy to use and works immediately so you can sleep comfortably without making a sound. Just pop it in before you sleep and kick snoring out of bed forever. Millions of people are sleeping better every night thanks to Z-Quiet. So if better sleep is one of your goals... 
Go to GetZQuiet.com. ZQuiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. In 1973, the world-famous psychiatrist Carl Menninger wrote a book entitled Whatever Became of Sin. He felt that modern man was blaming his failures on everything except what is often the root cause, that being sin. If whatever became of sin was a good question in 1973, it's an even better question now. Dr. George Peters, the famous missionary scholar, pointed out that sin is missing from only four chapters in the Bible, the first two and the last two. Everywhere else in the Bible, sin and God's remedy for sin through Jesus Christ is the central theme. And this is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's remedy for sin on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. Do you know why so many people have trouble learning new languages? Because they make the mistake of trying to learn it when they should just absorb it. And right now, a free demo CD-ROM from Rosetta Stone will show you how. So stop memorizing, stop translating, and please stop doing drill after boring drill. Because now you can unlock your hidden language learning potential with the world's fastest, easiest way to learn, Rosetta Stone. We don't want you to take our word for it. We don't even want you to listen to the U.S. diplomats, over 10,000 schools, or NASA, who all believe in our program. We just hope you'll accept our free demo so you can experience the power of Rosetta Stone for yourself. Discover the secret to learning a language faster than you ever imagined. For your free demo, call 1-800-906-6972. Don't try to learn a language. Just absorb it. Call 1-800-906-6972. 1-800-906-6972. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Hey, this is Bill Carl. Today's guest host for The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. The following is an encore presentation of a program heard recently here on The Don Crow Show.
The Von Crow Show on WAVA. Hey, does your air conditioning need a tune-up? You got that system working to peak efficiency? Now's the time to have it that way, I'll tell you. Call my friend Chuck at AactionHomeServices.com or 703-922-1900. In his recent book, Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order, my guest this hour observes that in a world bristling with dangers, only one enemy poses a truly mortal challenge to the United States and the peaceful and prosperous world that America guarantees, and that enemy is China. He also has a recent column at foxnews.com titled, How Does China Cheat on Trade? Let us count the ways in which he observes that the scope of China's economic aggression against the U.S. can be described in just two words, China cheats. Steve Moser is president of the Population Research Institute and also an internationally recognized authority on China and population issues as well as a best-selling author, and you've no doubt seen him on uh, Fox News and other television programs, talk shows like this one as well. Stephen, thank you for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me on the show. President Trump often calls China out. He did it, in fact, during the uh, run-up to the presidency. China was a big topic in his campaign, uh, and he calls them out frequently on trade and other issues. How worried do you think we as Americans really ought to be about this country, China? Well, I think Americans are waking up to the fact that China does not wish us well, that China does not want to join uh, the existing world order. It wants to replace uh, the way the world is organized with a Sinocentric, with a Beijing-centered economic, political, and military system. Uh, In other words, it wants to turn the world upside down uh, in China's favor. I mean, they're already talking about in Beijing how socialism with Chinese characteristics, which is what they call their ideology, socialism with Chinese characteristics, is much preferable to the chaotic, unstable, uh, democratic uh, government of the United States and Western European countries. So they're already touting the superiority of their own political system. Now, I think a lot of people living in, in China would disagree with that. A lot of people living in China would prefer to live in the United States or France, say, than, than live in the People's Republic of China. I'm certain that if you ask uh, the Mongolians or the Tibetans or the Manchus uh, or the Uyghur Muslims in the West, they would all uh, all agree that uh, they're not all that excited about China's political system. But nonetheless, uh, China is touting it as superior to ours. And uh, that just tells you that one thing, that tells you that they are very confident uh, about the outcome of, of their, their ongoing encounter with the United States. They're very confident now that in the next five or ten years they're going to win. And should we not recognize something you've pointed out in your writings, and that is that this is really in the thousands-year-old DNA of China. They're not doing anything unusual for their history, are they? No, no, they're, they're, they're very much in accord with their history. I mean, they invented a form of governance over 2,500 years ago. Uh, they call it legalism, but it really has nothing to do with the law. It has to do with a, a bureaucratic totalitarian system of government that had a uh, over 2,000 years ago, they had a secret police. They had political commissars in the military. They had an official ideology. They had song and dance troops going around the countryside singing the praises of the emperor and his government. They had concentration camps. Oh, the concentration camp inmates, by the way, built the first Great Wall. So all of the things we associate with modern uh, socialism, with modern Marxist-Leninism, were actually invented in China over 2,000 years ago, well before the birth of Karl Marx or Vladimir Ilyich Lenin. Uh, they had a form of government that very closely resembles what we see in, uh, 
in Venezuela today, in Cuba today, and in other uh, one-party dictatorships. Is there anything then that we have as leverage that China would be concerned about or be intimidated by? Well, I think they're they're intimidated by the idea of freedom. I mean, if you run a, a one-party dictatorship, uh, the way to stay in power is to stamp out all opposition, not to allow competing political parties to form. That's why they uh, they imprisoned uh, Liu Xiaobo, the Chinese uh, uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner who was killed in prison just last year because he tried to set up a competing political party. The Chinese Communist Party would not allow that. Uh, even even uh, private uh, nonprofit organizations in China today are being squeezed out of the country uh, by the, the party itself, which is apparently bent on controlling, you could almost say, the very thoughts of the Chinese people. We're seeing now the development of the world's first digital dictatorship where the Chinese government is monitoring everything that everybody says or does online, every tweet, every Twitter, every, every uh, Facebook post, Everywhere you go, everything you buy is all fed into the computers in Party Central, and you're given a social credit score. And if your social credit score is high, that means you're in the good graces of the party, and you can get a visa to travel out outside the country. You can buy a plane ticket. You can ride on the first-class section of the trains. If your social credit score is low, that is, if you associate with uh, with people who are critical of the regime or if you go places that raise suspicions on the part of the government, if your social credit score is low, you can't travel outside the country. You can't even get a passport. You can't buy a plane ticket. You can't get a low interest rate loan to buy a house. Everything becomes more difficult for you. And they're even now imprisoning people for their very thoughts, people who haven't committed crimes but whose social media shows that they may one day commit a crime because they're critical of the government's position on human rights. Uh, these people are being sent to re-education camps preemptively. Remember, they haven't wow. committed a crime. They're being sent to re-education camps for a year or two to straighten out their thoughts before they have a chance to violate the rules of uh, that the party has laid down. We're going to take a break, come back for more conversation with Stephen Moser, who is, among other things, a best-selling author. His latest book by Regnery is called Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order. We'll come back with more in a moment. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. 
Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud, Godvine has just what you need. For the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day, join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Can a student mention God in a high school graduation speech? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. My son is valedictorian uh, this year, and he's doing a pre-rehearsal. And uh, he Great. wrote a speech about God and uh, how the morals in the United States. Yep. He wanted to thank Jesus Christ. Uh, he just calls me and goes, Dad, you got to get on the station because um, you're giving him a hard time about saying it. Well, let me tell you this let, right now. Uh, he has the right to say that, and I'm going to get you in touch right this moment with our legal staff here at the American Center for Law and Justice, and we'll get you some help on this right away. God is not off limits in a valedictory speech, and if he's the valedictorian allowed to pick the t- content of his speech, he cannot be censored, and that's what this is. This is viewpoint censorship. Courts have been pretty clear on that, especially when the student's allowed to speak. So you hang on the line here, George. I'm going to get one of our lawyers to help you right away, okay? Find an affiliate, subscribe to our podcast, or listen online to our half-hour radio program, Jay Seculo Live, every weekday at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Talking with Stephen Moser, author of the book Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order. That's available, by the way, at Amazon.com and other sources. 
And he's also written a column recently at foxnews.com. You may want to check out How Does China Cheat on Trade? Let us count the ways. And, Stephen, if you would take us there, uh, you say it's just intrinsic to China's whole uh, persona, I guess, as a nation. Uh, they're cheaters from beginning to end, right? Well, let's let's put it this way. The, the Chinese Communist Party is determined to replace the United States as a dominant power in the world. And it's the new Red Emperor, uh, President for Life, Xi Jinping, has been very clear about the fact that that it wants to dominate the high-tech industries of the future. They've actually got a plan called the China 2025 plan to do just that. They want to dominate computing, artificial intelligence, uh, 5G, a number of technical areas, all of which have military applications. And then by 2035, this is another plan called China 2035, uh, they want to be the dominant power in Asia and larger parts of the world. So this is a quite conscious, quite explicit quite open about their plans to replace the United States. And they really don't care very much about how they go about it. That's why I say in the article on Fox that if you can imagine a way to steal, beg, borrow, buy, or steal advanced technology from the United States, uh, China has a government-run program to do exactly that. Now, that's just not me talking. That's the director of the Office of Trade and Manufacturing Policy in the White House, Dr. Peter Navarro, released a report last week in which he listed 50 different ways in which China cheats. And I I summarized his his lengthy report uh, in two words, China cheats. And it cheats every possible way it can because it feels that it has a natural right to be the dominant power on the planet. Remember, until 1820, China had the largest population, the largest economy, the largest military, and was in many ways, more advanced uh, technologically than any other country. Uh, they think they've fallen behind in the last 200 years. They blame that, the fact that they've fallen behind on the West and specifically on the United States, and they think it's their natural right. They have a manifest destiny to dominate the world once again, and they're doing everything they can to achieve just that. Now, you're also, as we mentioned earlier, the president of the Population Research Institute. By the way, that website, folks, is pop.org. And talk about your work there and the fact that you have, since I think I read 1979, your first visit to China. But the issues of population, population control, their one-child policy, all of those are areas in which you have worked and uh, have written as well. What can you tell us about that regarding China? Well, I was, I was at Stanford University in 1979 when we normalized diplomatic relations with China. The bamboo curtain had finally been lifted. I was within a few weeks in living in China. I can rewrite and speak Chinese. So I spent the next year as the first American social scientist allowed on the ground in China to, to talk to ordinary people and find out what life was like. I was there when the one-child policy began, and it was not a pretty picture. They were arresting women for the crime of being illegally pregnant. What, what, what does that mean, being illegally pregnant? Well, the government had decided that second children, third children, fourth children were illegal and that any woman who was pregnant with a second, third, or fourth child should be arrested, would be imprisoned, and then would be subjected to an abortion, followed by sterilization, so she wouldn't be back the next year with the same problem, problem in quotes. And so I was present in the operating room when Red Army doctors, acting under orders, were performing cesarean section abortions on women. Some of those women were seven months, eight months, nine months pregnant. Some of the babies were killed at birth. So, you know, it was a a scene of of, of horror, 
uh, for me. And, of course, it was a horror to be experienced by women uh, for the next 38 years because the one-child policy that I saw the beginning of in 1980 continued on to just a couple years ago, killing 400 million Chinese in the process. The one-child policy has eliminated 400 million people from the Chinese population, uh, one of the greatest, I think, human tragedies in human history. They've now decided, the Chinese Communist Party in its wisdom, or lack of same, has now decided because they have an aging population, a dying population, they have a labor shortage in the most populous country on earth. Now they need more children. So they're moving in the other direction. And I think before we're done, we'll go from having forced abortion to having forced pregnancy in China today. Um, the Chinese Communist Party regards reproduction in the same way they regard production as something to be controlled under a state plan. And if you need more babies, if the herd is getting too old and, and too thin, uh, you just need to, to, to breed more people. A couple of more minutes with Stephen Moser, author of Bully of Asia, Why China's Dream is the New Threat to World Order, and also his foxnews.com piece you may want to take a look at as well. How does China cheat on trade? Let us count the ways. We'll be back in a moment to talk about the current trade war or not between the U.S. and China. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 
That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. You love the Bible. You read the stories as a child. What if you could see them come to life? In Israel, black and white scriptures transform into powerful living color. Picture this. Yesterday, you stood at the Sea of Galilee and were baptized in the Jordan River. Today, you explore the remains of Nazareth. Tomorrow, on to Jerusalem, where every path leads toward the life of Christ and the story of God's purpose on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through 16th. Come experience the legendary land of Israel and be led into the presence of God. Accompanied by gifted worship artists Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews, your time in Israel is sure to be rich with spiritual meaning and impact. Visit letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Or call 855-448-7226 and book your journey to Israel today. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. You have to be mindful. When you get hooked up with the devil, it's not going to work out. You're not going to get away with it. But John 10, 10 says, he came to steal, kill, and destroy you. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to godvine.com for up. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.